0: God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now.
1: Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare Short-Term Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing.
0: Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless: to get 30 to 30, get thirty, to get to get twenty, twenty. to 20, get, 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15 Just fifteen bucks a month. So, give it a try at
1: mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser.
1: Hello posters and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode is episode 352 of this year. Uh, Your guest today on the podcast is devout Anglican Andrew Chaim Zoltzman. Welcome back to the show.
0: I was only a devout Anglican for one episode of that show, um, and uh, you know it worked. Well, shalom, Alice. Happy shabbat uh, yom. Uh, it's lovely to be on the show.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of which, uh, you will be bringing us all the latest uh, yes. in Hanukkah news, yes. which will be exciting for all me. I'm, I'm lighting my candles in yeah. anticipation. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have. That's to. one
0: hell of a chat up <laughs>
1: In the news today, tradesmen and local councils are complaining of small earthquakes and sinkholes opening in cities and mountain towns all over the world as the mythical sleepers of every culture begin to stir in their until now presumed to be fictional bedchambers in underground caves. A number of sleep scientists are applying for funding to witness the eventual waking of these mythical sleepers and assess the health impacts of getting significantly more than eight hours of sleep over ages untold. Questions are being asked as to whether these rumblings are in response to the confronting events in the recent Dragon Thunderdome and Piers Morgan's rapidly progressing pregnancy, but nobody knows yet. Andrew, yep. what are your thoughts on this? Do you think these uh, sleepers awakening, you know, in the time of greatest need, these myths, do you think that that's uh,
0: ominous? Well, I think it could be economically ruinous because, you know, the entire health of our of our global global economy and, and recovery from, from, from recent economic troubles is really based on everyone working their asses off and getting no more than, you know, four and a half, five hours sleep a day. <laughs> I so, thought you were going to say everyone think... working
1: towards a future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, obviously this is a, a sort of considerable considerable concern why should we take any notice of these you know lazy layabouts who've been sleeping for how, how long how, how Ages long what untold. percentage of eternity exactly so what have they got to tell us we've got we've got shit to do they've been laying around all of a sudden they pitch up sense of entitlement typical millennials and uh, you know want to have everything in their own way
1: yeah well it's also you know they're going to be coming from all different periods of history everyone from king arthur to francis drake promised to be back i mean to jesus as well you know exactly
0: from you know The Millennials as in from the last or preceding millenniums.
1: (laughs) Speaking of millennia, the glitch in the space-time continuum is still in negotiations regarding its proposed strike, threatening to strike at the end of the year. Apparently it wants to be paid holiday rates for its work over the festival season, demanding double space-time and a half. It's also still holding out for a Walkley Award for its services to interdimensional satire, though as this podcast has never been nominated for any awards despite its wildly innovative format and the enormous amount of work I put in to bring it to you, all I can say to Glitchy is good f-ing luck, mate. Awards are all cooked. Uh, do you think that the Glitch in the space-time continuum will be successful, or do you think it's going to go on strike, casting our current format into chaos?
0: Well, I hope it's... Su- successful and it's you know, uh, an example. I think for too long we've ex- exploited you know, phenomena like the glitch in the space-time continuum, and it's un- only right that it should be paid. Uh, paid what it what it deserves, and I think you know, that's an inspiration for 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 all of us. And uh, you know, obviously, you, I mean, I guess the concern is that it then leads to copycat cases of uh, you know other you know, galactic phenomena. You know, wanting wanting. I mean, the stars in the sky. For example, in entertaining humanity since the dawn of time, but I haven't got a f-ing penny for it. So, I guess where will this end? That's 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 my concern.
1: Yes, one glitch in the space-time continuum is an ominous coincidence. Multiplying glitches in yeah. the space-time continuum is has to be seen as a deliberate attempt to end the universe.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we've seen so many of them over the years. <laughs> and uh, you know, I think, well, I think we, you know, it's time to move on, really.
1: That's all the time we have for our headlines of stories we don't have time for, of course, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because, uh, why? Why not? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by TikToksic Masculinity. Like normal toxic masculinity, but bafflingly brief and dance dominated. TikToksic Toxic Masculinity. Log in today. And if you're looking for the perfect Christmas gift, just know that all objects are temporary and happiness fades. Also, what are you trying to prove? The love you feel for your loved one is better proven through small, consistent gestures than extravagant, flashy moments that fade like bright sparks in the echoing darkness of your neglect. Away in a manger, no crib for his bed, the little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the bright sky look down where he lay, the little Lord Jesus asleep in the hay. Which gave his mother Mary the chance to get herself half a glass of water. Good <laughs> birth giving, Mary. Stay hydrated. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Andrew, now it is time for Hanukkah. Yes. Hanukkah special. Hanukkah is always special. Telling us uh, what is the latest in Hanukkah news.
0: Well, obviously, it's a very exciting Hanukkah this year, um, Alice, because it's been extended by four days. Uh, We've got the uh, 12 (laughs) days of Hanukkah, which is part of a crossover promotion with Christmas, Mm. as part of. You know, increasing cooperation between rival religions. Uh, the new Rabbi Christmas characters proving very popular uh, with kids around the world.
1: <laughs> Rabbi Christmas just brings you the complaints of your mother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, now, obviously, I'm a little bit out of the loop on such matters. I had my uh, my lapsedness license uh, renewed for another twenty years um, last week. So I'm uh, yeah, it's it, but I, I forget what exactly why eight, Hanukkah was eight days in the first. I think it was something to do with. Moses' mummy having her first contractions eight days before uh, <laughs> Moses, the renowned tablet pioneer, water sports sceptic and travel journalist, w- was in fact born. <laughs> anyway, part, part of this this deal between Judaism and Christianity sees the aggressive promotion of the often overlooked Feast of the Circumcision of Christ <laughs> on the 1st of January, which has been rebranded Saint Snippy's Day to appeal to the younger audience and help sell commemorative cartoon scalpels. But, I mean, I think what, what this... Shows and we, we, is you know the the sense of uncertainty in in global religion at the at this moment in time, Alice. With with everything we've seen this year, with you know the, with the virus, the you know the, the the unexpected happenings around the world, glitches in the space time continuum. You know which, this is probably going to be you know the most uncertain Hanukkah for a, a very long time, possibly even until the one seventeen years from now, which uh, which is going to be absolutely uh, well traumatic i mean we come back to these also the sleepers coming back uh, you know no one knows quite what is what and religion is which has provided people with certainty is fran- frantically scrabbling around trying to explain uh these things a lot of religions really questioning themselves and uh, raising into question if indeed that is a term whether a major act of divine intervention could now be in the offing it feels like religion needs to to hit back to try and impose some cosmic order i've been hearing a lot of chatter from my, my contacts at the top level of religion now obviously i have a lot of contacts in high places in different religions around the world as you know alice dating yes. back to when i hosted uh, series one through eight of the conversion excursion where i would take uh, <laughs> religious leaders to different places around the world and i had to compete with each other to convert the most number of uh, uh, skeptical people to their faith uh, and of course uh, pope or nope that was a quite a big hit for a while as well many nopes certainly only a couple of uh, possible pokes came out of it but it was it was good television and uh, you know i still stand by the the first two eric the cleric movies no matter what the critics in <laughs> the anti-blasphemy lobby say but so, so anyway the point is i know people at the top of religion and there's a lot of chatter that we could be in line for the kind of revelation that hasn't been commonplace for how to put this diplomatically you know at least a thousand years i mean we could be in line for uh, also for a couple of bombshell uh, disbandment, religions just fronting up and admitting that they've been bullshit all along. That would be very interesting to see which of the ones I'm hearing about actually go through with that. Could be some really really major implications mm-hmm. globally if, if those do happen. Uh, also one of the strongest rumours coming through to me is that we could be seeing some takeovers and mergers or even uh, possibly a full-on revelation of the one true faith oh. um, mm-hmm. and as you can imagine this has got the bookmakers going uh, absolutely the uh, all manner of markets on you know what kind of great revelations or what, what religion will prove to have been been the correct one the, the, the betting at the moment is a bit too close to call well
1: i mean of course the gambling industry has a massive share in prayers.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's, you know, essentially religion is just a branch of the gambling industry. You back a horse and, you know, when you you die, you <laughs> found out if you back the right one or not.
1: Sorry to interrupt, but what do you say to accusations that these big religion moves are all in response to the... The new scrappy up-and-comer on the scene, which is QAnon.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a mix of scepticism and re- and respect for uh, for this 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 new religion, which you know, starts in. in you know, th- th- I think the older religions see a bit of their young selves in uh, in QAnon in a lot of ways. It's you know like a, like an old master, it's like Roger Federer <laughs> playing uh, Stefano Sitsipas at tennis, for example, maybe um, if I may put it in those terms. But um, uh, but but again, they're not going to take it lying down, and we could e- even even a lot of talk as well that you might be seeing a surprise come back from one of the old religious franchises oh. um the uh ancient roman a lot of a lot of talk coming out of uh out of uh, out of rome recently uh might even see more kind of specific localized regional deities again to try and you know deal with the, the complex global problem by allowing people to worship in a more you know community, you know locally focused just like worship a tree at the end of their road or something and it <laughs> just you know helped to get a bit more Stability and structure into uh, into into, or it might even be that rather than definable gods and religions, globally all the religions just agree to try and cooperate on some form of spiritual oneness to see off these uh, these new impostors.
1: Well, I for one uh, would uh, put a vote in for the old Norse gods. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes, uh,
0: <laughs> uh,
1: <I guess. laughs> I'm certainly not afraid of of. The resurgence of, of them.
0: Yeah, you put a lot of thought into that as well. So, to be fair.
1: <laughs> well, you know, they're the good looking ones. <laughs> That's all the time we have for our top story today. And we do not have time for letters to the editor. That is the end of the show. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears, 366 days of this year, and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest today on the podcast was Mr Andrew Zaltzman. Andrew, have you got anything to plug?
0: Well, uh, TV coverage of the uh, annual uh, Hanukkah cricket match. Which involves playing with a set of nine burning stumps, and uh, so <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's always a, always a pleasure to be part of that. I hope the weather's better than usual at this uh, at this t- time of year. And that's another interesting thing with the, with the sleepers, you know, coming to join us. This could really boost the crowds at uh, in the county cricket championship when it restarts next summer. Uh, they'll they'll <laughs> actually blend right in.
1: Uh well i have a thing to plug on your behalf on the 30th of december there will be a live bugle review of the year show there will yes online
0: yes correct there will exactly the format and uh, how we're doing it will be revealed in due course (laughs) soon (laughs)
1: Uh, Also, on the 20th of December, there will be a live last post in the run-up to the last last post, uh, which may or may not be coming through to your dimension any time soon. The last post is an Alice Fraser and The Bugle podcast production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at at alliterative on Twitter and Instagram, A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E, or for a one-stop shop of all of my stand-up specials, podcasts, and blogs, as well as my Tea with Alice salons, sign up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher Deeskin. His sub-producer, the hench-thug, the edit-sweet factotum, is the iron fist inside his velvet glove, the inimitable ped-hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.